get the Pinot ready, because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. There we go. Now we're all here. Rico got a haircut. Well, now hello. he looks like some yes. sort of... Did he... What's up, Rico? I... How are you doing? <laughs> Good, man. I went so... for the... I told them, make me look like Donald Trump Jr., and they said, nailed it. Yeah, okay. no shit. You they really did. I was did. just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I will officially, since we're talking, we're all here, we're on board. Uh, every moment is wasted gold that I don't have us recording for the podcast here as we start this up. So welcome, everybody, to Bravo and Beer, episode 10. Now, John Odermatt, or Odie, as he uh, prefers to be called, or as we prefer to call him, one or the other, he is out of town. He went to the beach. He said, fuck you and this podcast. I'm never coming back. At least that's what we're going to presume, because we probably have a better replacement subbing in today, and that is the one and the only Jason Stapleton a friend of ours, host of the uh, Wealth, Power, and Influence <laughs> podcast. You're, you're going by your real name on this podcast. That's <laughs> yeah. play. He, he promoted this. He promoted oh, this I've, I've, been, show. I've been talking about it on my show. I'm actually been, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I hope it doesn't have any be. kind of negative effect, but we'll see. Yeah, right. The, the ratings instantly drop. But no, it's, what's funny though is that he's coming to this show. You have a show, your Wealth, Power, and Influence show. And then I'm like, I'm thinking like, could there be less crossover of any two audiences <laughs> in the history of humanity oh zero and no yeah, wealth yeah. <laughs> no power <laughs> no influence no influence. <laughs> there we go that people that watch the these horizon. shows typically do not have any of those three uh just as i said you know we were going to start a hoarders podcast but people that are into hoarders definitely don't have audio or internet uh you know they tie a string to a cat and rub it against the post to get uh, get online so. What they do have is the New York Times, December of, you know, December 24th, uh, 1968. Yeah. They have All that. the way through to the current year, stacked yeah. up, uh, falling on their cats and crushing them into, into cat pies. So, as you know, on this program, we start every single episode with the Bravo beer bong. So, I, I doubt that you had prepared thoroughly enough to buy yourself a beer bong. I just brought a beer, and then I, I got bourbon after behind the beer. So, All you said right. I got to well, slam a beer, so that's what I'm going to do. Well, if you think that... A, longer than you. If you think the podcast should be called Bravo Beer and Bourbon, you can start your own goddamn podcast, can't you? We have a system here that works. <laughs> so, I'd just like to speak for a second about my beer bong. I believe I have mold growing in it, but I... <laughs> have put, you been washing it? <laughs> puts hair on your chest uh, oh no shit my top isn't sealed oh no it's all going horribly again. wrong again. <laughs> again okay well <laughs> that's the way we I sealed it i sealed it I, I i thought it was sealed well a topic of the show by the way jason if you didn't know is uh hose mishaps do you have any hose stories <laughs> bad stories about hose buying uh, a hose exploding on you, a house flooding are, are because you of a hose. About, are you talking about cheating women, prostitutes, or actual garden hoses? I'm talking, but please, we can't afford prostitutes on our <laughs> on our Bravo and Beer salary. Uh, no, I mean actual hoses. No, I have the one in the backyard that's like, uh, I don't know, it's like the magic hose where it's only a third of the size until you turn the water on and then it engorges to its full length. <laughs> oh. I had the same one until right? I ripped like two weeks okay. into the year. Like, oh, I, I think I also bought the magic hose and it didn't work at all and I ended up returning it. It like wouldn't screw on. It wouldn't come out. The water wouldn't come out. It was a fucking mess. All right. I think I'm good now. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for the Bravo right. beer bong? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Bravo beer bong. Ah, oh, yeah, baby. Uh, oh, that's good stuff. That's uh, it's tasty. Like I'm 19 again. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, I mean, what brings you back to your youth? Like watching people get drunk, make asses of themselves, fight. It's the best. I mean, by the way, so. You. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say, Jason definitely watches Real Housewives of New York. He, he, he watches Below Deck. Real Housewives of New York, right? With your wife yep. as, or your, or your fiance, I should say. Fiance, yeah. And was suckered in. And 
but had to make a special occasion to watch 90 Day Fiance. So he's seeing his very first episode of 90 Day ever. Period. Period. We're having his... Ever. His charity. Yeah. Oh, it's, wow. it's my, it, I have so many questions. It's, 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 it's <laughs> like, he's a, first of all, first of all, every single thing that happens to these people, they deserve. Like they are, <laughs> they are the, point, the, the yeah. dumbest human beings that I, that if they've ever put on television. Okay. I well, just, you, you need to see uh, other seasons to really get the flavor, but yes, I think you're oh on the my right God. There's a, yeah. a spectrum. So I don't know where you start, but yeah, I don't know where you well, want to start. But I have. Well, I was just say, do you want to talk? So, Rico, are you caught up on Real Houses of New York or not? Uh, no, I haven't watched it in forever of that, uh, that particular branch. That's, but that's feel the best free one. to enlighten me. Well, it's actually it's, my favorite one because yeah. every one of the women on that show is complete and total trash, oh, just absolute so garbage human beings. <laughs> and I, I and they all hate each other, and they all still do the show because that's the only way any of them make any money. And yep. uh, yeah, they're they're just they're just awful. Well, it was funny. I was listening to your show a couple of days ago, and uh, you were talking about Ramona Singer. And again, you know, Jason's shows about wealth, power, and influence. And he's like, you know, I talked to you guys about making wealth. He's like, look. If Ramona Singer can do it, and she's like the craziest one, she's batshit insane. Her eyeballs are popping out of her head like ash on 90 day. And it's just like, <laughs> she's horrible. She's a horrible person. And <laughs> she somehow has millions upon millions of dollars. And you just go, God damn it. If, yeah, if you can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah, exactly. That's, that was exactly my point. She, she basically makes a living now just for being a crazy, awful human being. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's so good. Oh, but God, I gotta say, I love the addition of Leah. She's like the young. She's like so. They have one young hot thing. They had one kind of young hot thing named Tinsley on the show. She yeah. left to marry a, a internet. I don't know a guy that created a website that provides coupons. Again, the multi billionaire <laughs> because of this. It, this fucking idea that's like, hey, do you want a coupon? I found a coupon. Have you that's seen it. him? Hang on. But did you see him? Like, look at him, that fat, dopey, oh, yeah. pudgy-looking dude. And Tinsley's <laughs> like a hammer, like a, a legit model. And yeah. you're like, okay, clearly Tinsley's just looking for a payday. She just wants a sugar daddy. And regardless that you're fat and balding and, oh, you know, clear. you got a billion dollars, so you'll do. I hope you're talking about my future because I'm balding. I'm getting fat during this. And I would hope to have millions of dollars very soon from well, this very yeah. podcast. I, I got to tell you, I like where things are going. <laughs> but yeah, Tinsley also is just like awful. Like her personality though is like, she's okay. She's upbeat, but she's also very kind of whiny. And tin, like Tinsley is tin. Her voice is tinny. It's like listening to a kid play a tin horn directly into your cranium for 20 minutes on end. So I, you got, it's a millionaire that can deal with her bullshit. And he's like, fine, fine. I'll, t- I'll take it. You know, maybe he's got some sort of earbud insert like I do that dulls the uh, the voices coming out of her. But so so is New York the best of all the housewives seasons? Yeah, yeah. yeah. they get I the drunkest know. by far. The that's all it is. They, they just get they they just put them in scenarios where they drink a lot and then yeah. they just get pissed off at each other. And clearly, tried, uh, they're doing uh, cocaine. <laughs> clearly, well, doing cocaine might be good. Like I, I watched uh, Los Angeles with all of these. I watched with Nancy. I would never watch them on my own. But oh no, Nancy I don't catch Kirk, up on my own except for this. I, podcast. I would, no. but, you know. <laughs> but I watch. I watch uh, Beverly Hills too, mainly oh. because I love what's her name's husband. What's uh, uh, the uh, oh wow. the the brunette chick's husband that's high all the time, Marco? Uh, what, well, uh, no, no, no. I, I'm talking about the dude who. Um, the the guy who does like physical therapy he's uh um what's the the, the actress chick from wild things what's her name um oh denise richards denise, denise richards. richards so denise oh, richards. i haven't seen her, her oh scene. god yeah. so denise richards husband this is the best he's into some sort of like alternative medicine which we don't know a lot about but it deals with like electrical impulses and stuff it's, or, it's and orgy based it's an oh, orgy god. based healing <laughs> I'm telling you right now, he he legit thinks that people are following him and that the government is trying to suppress his science. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm just, ah, oh, God, he's watching so the season. That he and needs his at, own show. Uh, clearly. Again, why oh, do we pitch this? <laughs> when I look at the, the best thing is, is every time he's on camera and you look into his eyes, he's dead behind the eyes. Like, I don't know <laughs> what's going on, but there's like nothing back there. It's well, he's so dating funny. Denise Richards. I mean, how it's not like she's a deep Denise well of intellect. How's she looking these days? Yeah, she's got, you know, 
is that she's got she's got a little a little jowly and she's got some of some ne- some downward frown lines but I well I i'm sure she'd be here uh, happy to hear that she's a little jowly by the way well, yeah. well you know I what you get some so frown lines when you were married to charlie sheen and he's just out banging <laughs> porn stars with those briefcases of cocaine you frown more than you smile <laughs> that is true <laughs> it was a rough year. I love Charlie comes home. He's tells, like, "Turn that frown upside down." Well, she tells a story about Charlie Sheen when he was deep in it, bringing a prostitute to Thanksgiving dinner, and the prostitute <laughs> sat and ate dinner with them. What? <laughs> I'm not joking. Wow, it's insane. For, for a insane. second, I thought he was like, and then he cooked her like a turkey and <laughs> ate her. <laughs> Tiger blood. Uh, yeah, New York is the best. Uh, LA is okay. It's a little bit. It's a little bit like they don't get as drunk. They catfight more, or they catfight yeah. as much. But they just the dr- knockdown, drag out, mean craziness of New York. The absolute drunkenness. And as I said, you can tell this when the drug switch goes off on these ladies because they just get like crazy. They get, like they're talking. They're not completing sentences. It's awesome. And they also fall down constantly. Oh, and they get, they get so drunk they can't talk. Yes, yeah, Sonia. Oh, Sonia is amazing. Just absolute, absolute train wreck every time she drinks. It's getting to a point now where she used to be able to kind of keep it together. And now every time she's on camera and they're drinking, she's usually drunk before they get to the party. Pre-game's hard. That's the best part. Yeah. Oh, God. Just Yeah. She's just stands there stammering. It's kind of like, so on this, uh, let's let's get into Below Deck and then we'll finish the 90 day. So on Below Deck this episode, Sonya on Real Housewives, every time she's drunk, literally Reminds me of, uh, we call him Chubby Bear, Alex, the deckhand. So wait, Chubby Jason, is, you've been watching Below Deck just on your, like. Oh, yeah, I'm completely caught already, up on Below Deck. Okay, yeah. you've already been watching. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right. but Chubby Bear, I mean, I wrote it down. I got to read Chubby Bear to kick this episode off. <laughs> did you Did you write down his um, spitting game drunk yeah. on Bugs? Because yes. <laughs> that was marvelous. I <laughs> yeah, thought it was a... going really well for him. <laughs> I wrote it down. I literally rewound it and paused it and wrote it all down. So he's, he goes, I, res- I respect you a lot. I think you're an absolutely awesome person. I don't. Okay? I appreciate Like, <laughs> thank you for giving me fresh. I'm actually very like... You get things, you ride with it, you're whatever. Like, end of the day, you might not care. You might care, whatever. I'm like, I'm going to have a hard time explaining, right? So, like, and then Bugs just grabs his hand to shut him the fuck up. <laughs> he just tears in his eyes. That was amazing. He goes, I'll see I'm, well. I'm not doing it justice. I, I'm trying, but I'm not doing oh, well, it justice. I mean, he, nice. no one can actual equal what he said, but you That's got pretty the gist. close, though. That's pretty yeah. close to the way, the way it went down, yeah. Yeah. Just amazing, and of course, it this falls on the last, yeah, the last game where he's in a cold hot tub, trying to get trying to get laid with the, his dick incredibly tiny that Bugs made fun of. That was fun too. So actually, I, I they showed that clip again. I was like, well, is this a like a reverse kind of Me Too moment? He got shamed on national Ooh. TV for having a, you know, I guess it'll never actually come out, or you know, well, the dick won't come. Out it might come out. <laughs> but uh i guess he has no recourse for being shamed for having a cold small dick on national tv but that's you know, neither here nor there. sometimes you eat the bear sometimes the bear eats you that's the way i look at that situation but while we're talking about shaming just real quick uh, so pete aka we call him the me too uh, pete the where's unit pete where's pete pete well pete he apologized this week Right, I saw for the meme he posted, which was I was like I didn't even know what this meme was. So people are like racist, sexist meme. I bring it up, and it's like a picture of a black chick in hardcore BDSM with a statement. Some of you are like this is why she needs a white man. I mean, it was like, yeesh, Peter, Whoa. where's professional Pete? Was professional Pete not not uh, manning the Instagram account tonight? That's insane. You know what oh, you yeah. need to do as a as a PR guy? Be like, if you're going to go on a reality show, email Call me. Call me first. <laughs> I'm going to scrub your your um all your social media of anything that's going to get you banned from future oh, reality yeah. endeavors. I don't understand. If you're going on a reality show, delete all of your current yes. feeds yes. altogether yes. and start a new one that's like Bravo Brian. And just, and just run with it from there. And then, yeah, because like, yeah, there's going to be horrible things in your past. And also email everyone you've ever spoken with and tell them you'll give them each $100 to never say anything about you again. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I, how about I, the uh, how about the 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 uh, the chef on these? This is one thing I don't uh, understand. Somebody's got to help me with this. I, I actually rest, have a friend who who was on uh, who was on Below Deck and wait and what? She was, but yeah, she wasn't she wasn't one of the cast members. She wasn't like a crew deckhand or anything. She was part of one of the groups that went on on the on the actual boat. And oh. so the way they do it is is you pay they pay for everything. They pay for your flight Bravo does. They pay for your flights, they really? pay for they pay for the boat uh, for right. the two days. And the only thing you have to pick up is the tip. I th- I told the these tip. guys that. I told these yeah. guys that. Yeah. So the tip's well, like Bravo t- in touch with us. Fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> so you split it in this. So it's it's not that expensive. It's really not that big a deal, but it's still it's twenty grand, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking yeah. to myself, dude, how can you suck so bad? It's like they're consistently turning people over. The chef is putting out yeah. garbage yeah. food. I'm like, how does this happen? I, I love uh San uh is it uh, Sandy? Who's the who's the yeah, Captain Captain Sandy? Captain Sandy. Yeah. I love Captain Sandy. But for the love of God, get some people on your boat that can actually like do it. But would there be any drama if she did? No, there would. There would be no. <laughs> she has to be like, you know what? You'd be an excellent candidate, but you're going to be too good at your job. It's not yeah. going to be interesting. Sorry. How many times do you cut yourself when you're cooking? If it's less than five, I don't want you. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, I it's think like we, Jess, you know, very, go. very intelligent Jess, who always is hitting her head and breaking her hands and, God, you know, just know. an idiot. But yeah, get, let's let's stay on Kiko because I love Kiko's probably my favorite guy on the show. I love Kiko. I do. I like that was the thing. I felt really bad. And what's funny is, is that Hannah totally fucked him. Yes, like she was the totally one who came fucked out. him. Yeah. She was the one who came out. She was the one who suggested doing finger foods and fries and shit. And now all of a sudden, he's the one going to get kicked off the boat. And you look at what Hannah didn't say shit either because her head was on the chopping block too. What the fuck was she doing with it? when you go to Vegas and you think Vegas food, do you think chicken wings and nachos? What the fuck is that? I know. And she what? literally said that. It's not like Kika was like, well, like, I don't know. I've never been to Vegas. Uh, maybe it's just nachos and fried was- shit. Like she told him specifically, yeah. what about nachos, Kika? What about chicken fingers? What the and some fuck? truffle fries, some truffle fries. I mean, it's like you. And, and then when it came down to it, she, and they didn't say anything. She didn't yeah. step up and be like, that's my fault. I told him that's uh, that's what we should do. No, she's like, bitching she about just the like, food and talking yeah. shit about it behind his back it's like this yeah. is your food you asked for this food <laughs> god she sucks I, I do blame hannah but also kiko should probably have enough of a brain to realize like these people paid a lot of money for this yacht well maybe not <laughs> no you're right though he like, should have had enough to say look he already knew he was on the chopping block anyway yeah, yeah. like this he needed to make it work and she started talking about finger foods and he's never mm-hmm. made nachos before I'm like dude have you had a- <laughs> Don't go, don't dive into that if you've never made nachos. And you, you know, but you have to have some concept of nachos. Like when you look at that, those nachos, you're not like, maybe I shouldn't put these out. Maybe not tonight. It's like writing a writing a tweet drunk. You're like, maybe. Well, dude, not. as soon maybe as you saw one. it, you should have been like, ah, uh, no, we can't serve that. So, yeah, exactly. so you 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 guys mentioned Hannah, and I, I wrote down the quote she said. She's after it all went bad. She quote, "This is not what I had in mind." She actually said <laughs> all the things that he cooked. And he's like, this is, what the fuck did you have in mind? Like yeah. literally verbatim, she told him what to cook. He's like, okay. And she's like, this is not what I had in mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> what were you thinking? And where does she go in Vegas that this is her perception? That's what I was thinking. Had, in Vegas. Has she ever been to Vegas? She's right? staying at she the Tropicana. National, <laughs> uh, hey, the Tropicana was awesome. They gave us free cookies. Um, no, it was awesome. I'm just saying it was like, yeah, was that's great. where I'd expect to see a buffet like that. But yeah. Or the OYO, AK old Hooters. But uh, yeah, it's like, did you watch Vegas vacations you know, from National Lampoon <laughs> and base your concept of Vegas on that? But also talking about Kiko, I loved how, so Kiko's crying, right? You're like, oh, okay, Kiko cares. And you get this thing about his background, his parents, and he's like, they're fighters. And he's like, you know, you get one chance and we're from poor countries and you have to say yes. And I was like, yeah, that's a great mindset, right? Take yeah. your chance. That's it. Get your t- say yes, even if you can't do it. Take your chance. But then he's like, "I'm a fighter. My parents were fighters. Yeah, I'm the best." But then, quits, within the yeah, within the course of two meals, two meals from "I'm a fighter" to "I don't care. Fuck it. Fire me. I leave tomorrow." <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck, Kiko? It didn't sound like Sandy was gonna fire him, and then he like talked her into firing oh, him. Yeah. yeah. She's like, uh, I, think Sandy, I think she was going to do it. She told him that if he didn't, if he didn't come through, that she was yeah. going to fire him. So I think it was coming. He Probably. just got in front of it rather than actually be fired. Yeah. But you I mean, know, the she crazy was giving- thing is, oh, God. 
Oh, like two two weeks ago or whatever it was when he made those seventy two, like the the twelve person six person yeah, awesome. six course. I thought like Kiko just made a shitload of money, and now two weeks later, yeah. Wouldn't it be ironic if he ended up working at a Vegas buffet? <laughs> in a classic oh, twist of oh, events it's funny is you've seen him cook you know he can crush it like there are there are yeah. times he comes out and he just like you're just like dude this guy's a gourmet chef he should be working in the real restaurant and um then then he bought he just takes an entire bomb on this last meal well she i mean captain sand was right though she's like cook your food like cook what yeah. you're good at don't cook this fried garbage and <laughs> oh also one more thing on the fried stuff I did like that Hannah was, she's like, look, these people like chicken. And I was like, Ooh, I didn't even say that. careful. And then Bravo, though, went out of their way. They're like, no, no, no. They really do like chicken. She's not being raised. <laughs> they showed the menu. They like zoomed in on the menu to show like eight chicken items just to be like, look, don't cancel her. They put a lot of chicken down. And I was like, don't oh. you. Don't you love how people just are looking for a reason to oh, to, yeah. to kill somebody's career and ruin their life? I I just that's beyond the pale eh, to me. Hannah kind of deserves it. <laughs> I think she's well, you know, well. you, know, you watch her through the seasons and she yeah. has her ups yeah. and downs, but she I don't think she's bad at her job. I just I think that she's surrounded in many cases by a lot of incompetence and she's yeah. not she's not super she hasn't quite figured out her leadership role yet. But yeah, she's not terrible. Well, it also seems like well, on other boats, they had three stews, right? But then this this boat's extra huge. Maybe have four. You know, it seems like it's a little too much work. Yeah. Well, with the with the dummy they got as their third stew now, I'm, I'm shocked say. that, like, she's got one. I love, I was talking about it tonight because I was telling a bunch of uh, people I was having dinner with that I was doing the show tonight. And uh, and I was like, you know what? Here's, here's the funny thing is I love, there's a couple of things I love about her. I love the fact that she can't do the one job she's got to do right like her yeah. only job is long <laughs> she fucks that up every every single episode well she's more robbed dick every three minutes in the laundry room how can you right, get anything right? done i know <laughs> but beyond that is like anytime somebody's like well why is this messed up i need you to think about this i need you to be a problem solver when hannah tells her that she's like i'm a third stew i'm not responsible <laughs> right. for figuring out shit that's like your job <laughs> like, yeah, okay no. so so the quote of of jess i think for the episode is like well i am giving a hundred percent right and you're like or she said making bad remember she said like making the bed took everything out of me she said that. <laughs> no you remember she making goes the bed. she's like i i i'm giving like i'm giving like a hundred percent well Maybe eighty percent. Right. Yeah. That's that's pretty good, though. Yeah. For what I, I think I, that's pretty good. Like, okay, great. <laughs> Her hundred percent. If if I was Hannah and having that conversation, like, well, your hundred percent is like twenty five percent of a normal person. Right. Yeah. yeah. So what are we doing here? Yeah. Also, Make did you see that head. weird cutaway they did? I don't know why they all of a sudden cut to Jess creepily being in Malia and Hannah's room, and I was like, what is she doing in there? Is she like? cutting farts in there to get revenge and closing the door to the, the, the bedroom. Like, why was she in there? And why did they cut to her all of a sudden, just like in there thinking like plotting? <laughs> did you guys catch that? I did not. No, I, didn't I did see not. That. It was just, I just, it was such a weird thing. Cause she was literally doing nothing. She was standing in another person's bunk, just like sitting there like a droid ready to be activated. It was just very strange. So, so what does she actually do? She, she, vacuums occasionally what would you say you do here <laughs> so you have trouble vacuuming and then you do some of the laundry but not necessarily all of it and not on time not, apparently none of the crew right? laundry the people that are the well, they're losing, yeah the crew doesn't have their uniforms like they they're still missing garments it's like yeah. how do you lose how do you lose clothes on a boat seriously it's like, she has to make out with rob every five seconds and they have to show it to us all the time they're <laughs> they have no condoms so that it's using the crew's uh dress garb they're wrapping it around rob's dick instead of using protection Obviously. Okay. So I'm, I <laughs> want an obvious, obvious answer. You can't have Nick go out <laughs> Clearly, uncovered, I, yeah. come covered crew outfits. So I want, I don't know where you guys are at. I, I want Rob and Jess to be fired, but I'm also kind of Agreed. sad when they do get fired because they're so hateable. That Dude, I never want the I never want the incompetent, terrible people. Exactly. To be fired. I yeah. never want that. I like always want it, but you don't want it because you want yeah. them. It's like I, I literally tank. want people who will set the inflatable equipment on fire on accident. That's <laughs> what I want. 
That's, yeah. Those are the people I want on the show. Well, I was hoping we were going to get a good uh, drowning victim on this show, but they always bait and switch you. You know, it's like yeah, Malia's diving in the water. They wiped out. And then it's just like a chick, which who could a rich I'll, chick who couldn't swim. Hey, look, if you're that rich, learn to swim. You should have a pool. Hang on, but how baller is that? Is that lead deckhand, the female? The, oh, Malia. She, yeah, yeah dude, awesome. I she's good, man. Like, yeah, she could give well, me. Orders. But did you notice that she did not exactly go into the water right away? She well, she had to take her crash. microphone off. She was yeah. She's like, take my mic. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay if they drown. I just don't want to <laughs> jump in the water. It's like when mic. Elaine stopped to get juju bees on the way to see the guy in the hospital. <laughs> Malia, Mike where'd you I, get those yeah. juju bees? Did you have those while you were rescuing the person? <laughs> well, I was in line. I was there. <laughs> um, I also, I'd say Malia. Maybe it's just me. I think she's definitely the most attractive girl on the show, but also one of those girls who looks way worse. When she gets dressed up, like they went to the club, Malia gets dolled up and it looked terrible. Like she looks yeah. much better. Just like Tom girl. She's naturally attractive, but she's not quite sure how to be a lady. Yeah. Like she doesn't understand how to put the makeup on. She's just kind of slandering, slamming it on like clown paint. It just looks really and bizarre. I'm sure, I'm sure they're going to love it when they hear this episode and the way we just like judge. <laughs> uh, LOL. Anyone's going to hear this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I know that I know the guy who runs all of Netflix, like social media, and he's very interested in what we're doing here tonight. Excellent. Well, well, he, well never get know. ready. This is what, <laughs> yeah. but Jason is what you don't understand. Number one, we're catty bitches and we're drunk men. Women are even catty. <laughs> Out of your bitches. You don't think they all agree. You don't think they're judging Malia and like, girl, that girl doesn't know how to put goddamn makeup on. That outfit is trash. They're all saying the same shit we're saying. This is all, this is bonding. This is how you bond with your loved ones and your, and your. Do you think Malia is upset about the Pete situation because most of her screen time came from her yelling at Pete? (laughs) And now they can't feature Pete. Because of his, you know, they're, they're just canceling him from the show, basically. What, was, what do you have, five seconds of airtime? Yeah. Wait, like, what did, he, so what did he do, though? I can't remember what he did that he got me. He, oh, he got, that's what we called him the hashtag me tunit because the unit <laughs> was when I was way to sexually harass bugs. And he was like, yeah, it was so weird. He was like, I'm going to talk about Lara, which we now we don't get to see Pete texting Lara either, which was entertaining. There was a, like a, like a one second snippet of him in bed texting, but it, there was nothing else. I need a screenshot. So, so yeah, Pete was like, he's like, oh, when I see her, I'm going to take her underpants off with my teeth. And Bugs is like, okay. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, I just like banging second stews. I bang all the second stews. She's like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, immediately goes that's, to the captain. <laughs> that's not why they, they cut him out of the show. No, because he, he apologized for that. And they were like moving on. So I, could, I can't remember. Well, I, I don't know why. He was, I talked about yeah, that. Yeah. He got Is canceled. that what it was? Okay. Yeah, because I thought he posted this crazy BDSM, you know, white kind of white chauvinism thing. It did not go over well. As you were <laughs> weird. <laughs> Not to deviate, but who's that? That chick from the challenge that it made all that. Oh, that uh, was D. Uh, yeah, D. They completely yeah. cut D out of the yeah. challenge. It's you, amazing. Another challenge aficionado. <laughs> I, 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 I would talk about the challenge all day, but I'll okay, start yeah, no, watching it. If you guys that, want to talk about thing, it. Yeah. I would be great if she won the challenge, and then they're like, "And the winner is," that it just cuts away to that, like you know, that old Native American uh, screen where it goes, Burp, just you know, we'll be back after tech, but just and then you just never find out. <laughs> oh okay, so oh, well, also just talking about since Rico butchered Malia's name, um, did, did you hear how many different pronunciations of Kiko happened in this episode? No. no. How did you miss that? They literally, they, mean, made, they made a point Kygo, of it. In the, it, it they, they called him, first they called him Keto. And I wrote, I hope Keto is a better chef than Kiko. Then they called him Kigo and then Keto. So four different names, one episode. You know what? I think these guests are actually the nicest guests they've had in the entire season. By they far. had the shittiest dinner <laughs> and they're like, it was good. Real quick break, guys. If you could go and give us a five-star review on iTunes, that would be pretty awesome. But also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at Bravo and Beer. Instagram, same thing, at Bravo and Beers. The and is spelled out. We're trying to grow the podcast. Social interaction helps. Tell a friend, tell a loved one, tell a drinking buddy, tell a girlfriend. Also, preferably drunk. Thanks for listening. Here's more shit. They actually were pretty, yeah, they were pretty nice. Really though. nice about it. Yeah. yeah, they were nice the whole time. They gave him a standing, like, you know, round of applause. In the next episode, they show they give him a big round of applause. Yeah, they seem like sweet people. Um, 
I will say that did you like one quick story about the you know, they went on like a tram ride, which looked awesome, by the way, like this old tram through yeah. the city or whatever, Spain. And it reminded me of I'll try to make this a quick, a quick version of the story. When I went to New Orleans with our buddy Mark and a bunch of other friends for a, a uh, bachelor party, we're riding on a tram just like that, like an old school trolley. Where the and fuck is there a tram in New Orleans? It's a, there's like a, it's like a trolley, like an old trolley car in New Orleans. It runs right okay. through the city. Like a street car. Yeah, it's like a street oh, car. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's different words Go for on. things. Yeah, Go anyway. On. Whatever. So yeah, we're riding on it, and we're going to this place called like the, uh, the Admiral's Table or something like that, where you have 25-cent martinis over lunch. But a limit of three, you know, so you don't get too drunk. <laughs> so we go and we're, you know, we're walking down. We're already half drunk. And uh, our buddy Mark, he's talking to this girl who got off the trolley after us and he's trying to hit on her. And she's like, oh, she's kind of into it. We we're also very surprised by that. But he's hitting on her. She goes one way. He goes the other way. He doesn't get her phone number. And he tries to run after her, but she's already in the graveyard tour. So it's too late. So he goes to the restaurant. We're drinking. We're getting real martini drunk. And he's, and he's like really agonizing over the fact that he didn't get this girl's phone number. So I'm like, well, we're, you know, he's like, well, she said she's performing at this event tonight and, she, and we should come by. And it's at this whatever hotel. So I'm like, well, there you go, buddy. We're going to go to this event. We're going to make a love connection happen for you. And of course, you know, three martinis now in. I'm like, give me the phone. I'm going to call the hotel and find out exactly. By the way, this, this is this story's <laughs> most... I don't even know what kind of connection this has to a tram, but I, I know the story it started on because it's the same trolley, similar trolley looking. So it inspired me. So anyway, I call the hotel and I'm like, where's this private party at? And they're like, oh, okay. It's on the roof. So I'm like, great. It's at seven o'clock. We're going to go. This girl's singing jazz at the party. So we drink for another four hours about and end up going to this party. It's at the ground floor, right? We stumble in. We're talking to the bouncer. I met work some magic. We get entered into the club. Or into this private event, which turns out to be a uh, an event for timeshare owners only. So we're there. The girl's like, "Oh, you're here. Okay, waves that. <laughs> Not the us. reaction you were hoping for. <laughs> yeah, but she's still kind of into it. She's probably inspired. So we're like, ah! we're drinking the free drinks, and then the guy who owns the uh, the timeshare company gets up to give a speech, and it sucks." So he gets off stage and me having a background in public relations, I go up to him and I'm like, Hey, your speech was terrible. You should have me write your speeches from now on. <laughs> now, Ken, I'm very, very drunk at this point in my defense. So he's like, I'll consider that. And I was like, thank you. So <laughs> you got to take your shot. You got to take your shot. <laughs> take your shot. Take your shot. So I continue drinking. And then at some point, Mark and I get in a loud argument in the middle of the party, which is only about 50 people, by the way, <laughs> it's a very small party. So we definitely stand out. And uh, the girl comes up, the jazz singer. She's like, you guys need to go. And then we're like, oh, okay. And then the bouncer comes up, who loves us? And he goes, guys, you're the best, but you got to go. And ushered us out. And Mark, here's the end. Mark, I made him give me, I made him, this makes literally no sense. Because we wanted to protect the girl from getting handed a phone number from a random guy at the party and embarrassing her, I told Mark, I said, you shouldn't hand her the phone number. You write your number down and give it to me, and I'll hand it to her. As if that makes <laughs> any fucking right. difference. That makes so much more sense. <laughs> so anyway, left the party, got home, found the number in my pocket, and we never saw her again. Wow, that's quite the tram story. <laughs> that's the tram story. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So anyway, moving on. Um, so wait, other- should we should we do some bows on this? Is, is Kiko definitely gone after this? Or well, next episode, they'll just gonna like be like, "See you later." Can he redeem himself? Can he make this awesome meal and then maybe, you know, just say, "I'm gonna do my shit and shut up, Hannah. I'm not listening to you anymore." Or Jason, is what Jeff, do you think? I'm gonna be gone. I don't know. I think you're getting late enough into the season that there she's going to keep him no matter what. But I I don't I don't know. It's I hope they keep him because I I think he's a good dude. I like him. Um, but uh, yeah, he he's he's dropping the ball. Yeah, I mean, I, they, he gets a standing ovation though next episode. So maybe he gets his shit together and he'll stay. And the yeah. You know. And they can't hire like they they've been teasing like getting rid of Jess, and then of course Rob's going to leave if Jess goes because yeah. You know, uh, so they they can't have three new people. I'm 
I've seen them do some, they do some heavy turnovers, man. Like I said, my favorite chef in the world is uh, this English chef named Ben, who has come in on many, many charters and saved the chef halfway through the season. So is he uh, interesting? I've never, he's very interesting. Ben is the the man. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. I love that dude. He's fucking awesome. Well, maybe they got Kiko some exposure. I'm like, all right, you've, you've been great. See you later. Yep. All right. Let's move on to a brand new experience for Jason in 90 day fiance. <laughs> Where to begin Rico. You usually take us oh in. My Go God. Ahead. So, you know, honestly, I think this is one of the more boring seasons of 90 day fiance. Um, there, there's some fantastic characters in other seasons. You really got to start with season one of the actual <laughs> show and then kind of move forward. And then, then you do the spinoffs, but you know, we're here. So, that's just my recommendation. So my yeah. starting off this episode, uh, my favorite, it, I don't know if it was a joke on the p- part of the producers or the director or whatever, but so they show Ariella and Bidium in bed mm-hmm. and, you know, they're talking, <laughs> blah, 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 you know, and then they do a wide pan <laughs> and there's another bed in the room and Ariella's mom's in there. I'm like, what? What? I actually rewound it because I'm like, did this happen? And the mom is just sitting there, like watching them canoodle in the morning. Yeah, and it's I, like it's amazing. Don't you have a hotel somewhere you could go to? What the fuck are you doing? You're married to a doctor. You're rich. <laughs> you can't afford your own room in Ethiopia. Come on. Uh, well, that, that was just a that was a great start to the the episode. I I believe. Yeah, Dude, I well, loved. It. I saw the same. What I I don't know if you noticed it, but there those are actually three single beds. Yeah, and the two the couple pushed their beds together, <laughs> and mom's bed was was next to it. I was like, oh no! Videos well, get up in the middle that, of the night to push it farther away. Towards the is corner. that a European thing though? I mean, obviously Ethiopia is out of Europe, but do you remember when we the went single to beds? Uh, yeah Ireland and there we like. Every each hotel room we had, they had two. Rico and I beds. had to push our single beds together all the time. No, no, they had two. <laughs> sing- yeah, we like we want to be right next to each other. But they had two single beds right next to each other, and then they had like the little nightstand, and then they had a another yeah. single bed on the other side. So yeah, yeah. Like, yeah so I don't know. Maybe that was just yeah. random. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Hilarious. Well, well, actually, you know, what? I, I, I skip forward. Jason, what are your thoughts? Just watching it without going into the characters specifically. What are your thoughts? What are your questions about seeing 90 Day Fiance for the very okay. first time? So, so first of all, uh, I I know the concept of 90 Day Fiance, but this the other way where they they actually go to the you know the third world countries like Ethiopia. Yeah. My question is, it, apparently some of them are married and some of them are pregnant. Like the Ethiopian dude and his wife, he's pre- she's pregnant with his kid, right? So this yep. is not a 90 yeah. an actual 90 Day Fiance thing. This is a can I go for 90 days and live in this other country with this person? It's no, this is, I think there's still the 90 day cause they're not married yet. None of them are married yet. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. You know, so what? some I of thought... them are pregnant, but not married. Some of them have had children, but are not married. So, okay. Yeah. Once you get married, then you can graduate to happily ever after or another. You. You're right. You go to a different well, show. show. <laughs> Dude, I just don't know. I don't know what would possibly compel you. Like you're a woman, you're living in the United States you meet an Ethiopian man, he knocks you up, and then you actually consider, not only just consider, but actually go through with moving to a third world country yep. to give birth and live with your fiance, with your fiance. This is asinine to me. Hang on, the other girl is dating a guy from South Korea, and she can't speak the language. Yep. She can't even speak to her fiance. And neither can he. How did they how did they fuck in the first place? That's what I understand. Exactly. How did they fuck in the first place? Well, there's so many things that we have to unpack with what you Okay, but here's the bottom line is <laughs> everything that happens, every negative thing that happens to these people, they had coming. That's oh, totally. all I'm saying. Because no normal rational person would ever do anything remotely close to this. This yep. is like if you could create a scenario that was guaranteed destined to fail, <laughs> this would be it. Every one of these marriages. That's totally agreed. Well, well, well uh, two, uh, you're splitting apart the couples for a second. Okay, so Jahoon and Devin, their backstory, and this is the first episode you've seen, you wouldn't know this, but it's hilarious because apparently uh, Devin got pregnant with Jahoon's baby, even <laughs> though they were using a condom. <laughs> Because it slipped off. Slipped because off. Maybe, 
maybe the penis was not quite big <laughs> enough to properly or hold it could have it could be too big and the condoms too small mm, i don't mm, think looking at jahoon that, that sounds like jahoon's propaganda yeah, maybe. <laughs> jahoon does translate to monster dick in korean i don't know if you guys know that or not but that's the actual literal transition <laughs> and then um ariella who obviously just left left uh lived a life of privilege before yeah. even her mom said that like she was was she married or engaged to she a was Brazilian married? Guy yeah. So Ariella, I can't stand Ariella because yeah, literally she's never worked a day in her life. She went with her, uh, with her parents after graduating college, I guess on a vacation to Argentina and was like, I'm staying. I love it. And then found married an Argentinian guy. Uh, they had a relationship for a few years, got divorced and now went to Ethiopia just for shits and gigs. And now got knocked up by the Ethiopian guy and wants to have the baby in Ethiopia. Dude, if, you, I saw, if, I, if I was traveling all around the world and wanted to hit, like, uh, if I listed countries, Ethiopia wouldn't even be on the list. <laughs> I wouldn't stumble into Ethiopia, like Southern Sudan. That's like, one where your plane, well, you know, your plane you, breaks down and you're like, shit, we're going down right. in Ethiopia. You need you need to see, um, what's, it, what's his name, Bidium's apartment? I don't know that uh, you saw that in this episode. No, I didn't yeah. see it. It's fantastic because he lives with what his brother or his friend or anything, yeah. whatever. So he has a room where you exit the room, go through a courtyard, enter another room. And that's how you get to the bathroom. And the bathroom is a hole in the floor, a <laughs> bucket that has water and also a shoe rack yes. right next to the shower. <laughs> and that's it. That's where yeah. you go. You know to the what? I saw places like that when I lived in Afghanistan all the time. Yet, yet another reason not yeah. to live in Afghanistan. <laughs> yep, exactly. And their current apartment has a bucket. All their water is contained within a barrel that you clean by rubbing leaves in it. Oh my! So that's sanitation. <laughs> that was maybe. I'm gonna try. Oh, and also, there's a giant pile of sand uh, that you have to walk by to get in the door. Oh, speaking of sand, hold on. Let's talk about Ariel and Biddy a little bit more. So they go to the hospital, right? Which is, you know, actually looks pretty clean. And like, okay, yeah, they've got the ICU. And you're like, this is pretty legit. Until they start talking about how they're going to have the baby. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's all natural. No C-sections here. And she's like, oh, okay, why? And she's like, well, we have a lot of medicine. She's like, also, you know, we put a sandbag on your belly. I was like, ah, sandbag medicine. (laughs) Why didn't I think It causes the uterus to contract. (laughs) That's, you know, that's some old school shit right there. (laughs) We have the finest sandbags in Ethiopia, the, uh, the highest technology sandbags. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually was pretty impressed for it being a third world country. And the fact that the nurse mom who was looking for a reason to be angry walked out of there going, well, damn, that, that, that's not too bad. Yeah. That, that's pretty impressive. You get a private room. Yeah, it didn't, was, look, I mean, it didn't look too shabby. That was yeah. disappointing to me. Yeah. I would have liked like a saw type bathroom where, you know, they have <laughs> devices hanging like, this is our C-section room. There's like blood on the floor from the last C-section. <laughs> and, this is, and after you have your baby, this is where we will chain you to the radiator. <laughs> I don't know what accent Why I'm are they there. Russian in Ethiopia? I don't know what accent I'm doing. I don't know Not Ethiopian sure accents. I can't do one. Um, no, there, I like there was the way mom. too much. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I just liked when they went for... Uh, I, he was like, this is a traditional coffee ceremony. Now sit on these children's stools that we have here and let's discuss like coffee and popcorn. You guys see that part? What? what? Oh, the- yeah. This is, yeah, I know. Yeah. So this is like, this is traditional. Yeah. It's just some lady, like they're making coffee grounds by putting the coffee in the whole bean into a tin can and then just beating it with a mallet. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> that's one way to do it. It's the way it's been done here for generations. Yep. You know, um, if you can't get a coffee grinder or electricity, that's that's the old school way to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then question about like why his wife left him. And then the weirdest answer where Binium's like, well, things were fine. And then she found that I was, uh, you know, had a friend text me and she left. Right. Like, okay. He's going to buy that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, I feel like you're skipping something reasonable. here. Was that the mom was pretty reasonable? I thought you're like, oh, this is like, not exactly adding up. Well, yeah. she's like, well, he yada yada over the over the most important part, you know, <laughs> yada yada sex, yada um, yada yada, and you know, my wife and baby are gone, yeah, and she know. left me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get over it. I had I've had a lot of coffee and popcorn to to really get over these things in the interim. Uh, and then I like that she's like, so what's your 
five-year plan. And he's like, well, now currently I am uh, dancing and soon I will be singing. Like, ah, the same as a five-year-old. <laughs> Wonderful. Excellent, Vinium. And I'll be singing. Life goals. With no details. Oh, wait. Did you see at the end? Hang on. Did you see at the end when she was like, so who's this girl that he's dancing with? And she goes, that's his ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Did you see this at the end? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, I can't is, wait to watch next week. This is what I'm saying. This is there's There's no possible way this ends well for any one of these no. people. It can end well for us as viewers. That's right. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Most, most definitely. Get out of their misery. Most definitely. All right. Who next? Rico, get guide us on our tour of 90 days. Well, so I think we should yada yada Ken and uh, Armando. Uh, let me see if I have any notes on them. I, they oh, didn't I have a couple of them much. They didn't, they didn't have much with they, them. They're usually very they boring. have about half the episode and, and they're just like, eh, we're. Not interesting. They're getting along. It was like the one we were, yeah. we were joking about was Kenneth. He So, you know, they're both obviously gay couple and Kenneth is older. And he told this whole story. He's been out for 30 years. He told this whole story about how, you know, he sat down with his father, who was this big football coach. And he's like, you know, so I, I sat down with my dad and he was totally fine with it. You're like, oh, <laughs> great. A way to build that Good up. For, for you, a big fucking bad for interestingness. Yeah, nothing. Dude, I do. I feel like what I feel like the um, the or the white dude. Um, I feel like he's not really. I get where he's coming from. He's like, oh, I've been out for a long time, and I yeah. I want to like sh- express my love physically, and you know, and screw anybody who thinks differently. But I also I don't think he is really wrapping his head around the idea that you live in a foreign country now, yeah. and somebody might just machete your face off if yeah. they see that shit. And you know, they, like he may have some le- like some legitimate concerns about just you know openly expressing his love. Yep. I, I just don't yep. feel like there's there's he's he's taking that in 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 uh, into consideration. He's not getting that at all. No, well, no it's like he's, all. he's never lived outside of Florida, and even in Florida, I'd be like, in certain parts of Florida, I'd be like, I don't know, gay people allowed to hold hands here, you know, and put yeah, It's not like it's not like West Hollywood, man. It's right. just like you're in you're in yeah you're in you know South America. Where are they? Mac- Mexico. They're in Mexico. They're yeah, they're yeah, Mexico. You're, you're in Mexico, man. You can't <laughs> you can't assume the rules are the same. He's like, he's like, I am terrified of eating this cake. So in the private episode, there was a guy with candy on the street, and he was like, candy on the street? Because like you're afraid of candy on the street, but not about candy. Yeah. offending people with your, you know, gay hand holding in a country that they, you're being told is like very much still anti-gay. Yeah. 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 It's like, um, like wanting to make out with your boyfriend in Russia. See how that right. goes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, maybe like, you got to keep that under wraps or it, move your husband back up to America instead of living in Mexico. Exactly. It just takes one guy to go crazy. Um, but yeah. I did have a couple notes. Uh, yeah, no public. So Rico will get this. You probably won't, Jason, because you haven't watched it. But I said it's kind of funny. That no public touching for Armando and Ken in Mexico, which is like Muhammad and Danielle, except they actually like each other. Oh, my God. Because there's so many uh, a common theme oh, yes. in 90 Day Fiance is Muslims uh, marrying ugly, ugly white women and then refusing to kiss them or have sex with them because of their religion. Please <laughs> start season two of 90 Day Fiance. Wait, why would they do that? What, they, what get the, the they, they move through the green card. And oh, then okay. every time these you know, these gross chicks are like, you know, and these chicks are like 250 pounds, diabetes, legs, glasses, you know, haircuts that are straight out of the bowl. And they're like, give us a kiss. And they're like, I can't in my religion. It's, it's just forbidden. It is uh <laughs> You got to watch Danielle and Muhammad. It's, it's probably the most entertaining part of anyone's life. In well, I feel bad for the, for, for the, uh, um, the Muslim and the, the black gal who like apparently he, they seemed like really have a good. Oh relationship. no. Yeah. No? no, is it not she's, good? She's the worst. Oh, she's, she's a horrible. Oh, horrible, is she? horrible person. Uh, she's the demon. Such a bad person. She's a demon. So just well, did not re- come re- off that way in the most briefly to briefly describe the backstory on them. She is currently married. Yep. And she's trying to delay the marriage to uh, what's his name? Yazan. Yeah. Because she's currently married. Yeah. She hasn't told him that she's currently married. <laughs> and she keeps coming up with excuses oh, why they cannot this makes get married. So much sense now. Yeah. Now. And the parents get mad at her because they're like, no, she's full of shit. And she's like, 
why didn't you say this? Why didn't you say this? And she's like, why aren't you believing my lies? <laughs> and she gets offended that people are not believing her lies when they're obviously lies. Yeah. She's horrible. She's such a bad person. She's a terrible, terrible person. And also oh. has learned nothing about, like, she's moving to an Islamic country. She's like, I've learned nothing on Islam. I've done no research, no back. She had eight months to do at least a Googling, a little cursory Google of Islam and what it is. Like, nothing. she shows up with a giant bottle of tequila at the airport. <laughs> It was just. I gotta tell you, I'm gonna tell you right now, she's in for a rude awakening. Cause I spent a little bit of time over there. She ain't gonna be happy. Yeah, no shit. No fucking shit. I think the line it was it Yazan who who said the line of the show when he was trying to convince her to convert to Islam. He's like, Islam, it's so good, babe. (laughs) (laughs) And now they're having second thoughts. Like in this episode, the uncle's like, she might not like Islam, and then Yazan's like. She might not like Islam. <laughs> like, even now, he's like, we need to delay this. Because, like, after seeing her, like, she went psycho in the last couple episodes, like, screaming in the car like a banshee, being called out on her lies. <laughs> so, Yazan is now like, let's take it a step back. Let's cool. But, yeah, they had hardly anything on this episode. Dude, I don't How do, I, Just out of curiosity, do they put these people together? Or do, how does the show nope. find them? No, there's organically. There's a ton of people that actually at this point in time apply to be on the show. Okay. So they probably screen them and say, okay, who's interesting? Who is not going to be compatible? Yeah. Because that's exactly. who we want. That's got to be what the, yeah, the criteria is. Which one, which one of you is destined to fail? <laughs> oh, who yeah. could have fucked this up worse? <laughs> um, no, nobody? Okay, well, then you're in. Yeah. No one <laughs> like could have done episodes, worse than you than you're in. It's going to be, it's going to be like, well, we found a mer person and a regular human. He's going down there. This should be fun. It just drowns immediately. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Brittany, we, we didn't have too much about Brittany and Yazan. I mean, there you know was. We had zero, do we have zero on Submit and Jenny? None on Submit and Jenny, which uh, is awesome. It's too bad you missed it, Jason, but hopefully you'll be hooked and want to come back. Well, that, she's kind of the fat girl with the with the triple chin and she's super uh, grandma. Indian guy. Yes. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Triple we didn't see anything on them. 60. Yeah. 60 years old. She missed um, it all. And apparently thinks that she took his virginity, which is hilarious. Oh, <laughs> Who is oh, also very, already married. We're very sad oh. for him. Could you imagine losing your virginity to Jenny, 60-year-old triple chin Jenny, just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get it, Jimmy. Spicy curry like, up in there. She's somebody it's who horrible. like gives instruction. She's like, yeah, to the left. Oh, <laughs> oh that, there you go. She says, why is, ah, why is there a cow in here? You can't bless this sex. Samantha, there's a cow in here. Okay. He says um, some creepy stuff like you're a, you know, who's, who's a good little boy? Who wants a butterscotch? You want to, you want a word that's original when we're done? Oh, God. <laughs> if you're a good boy, you can have a treat later. I hit a, oh. I hit a word that's original in one of my holes. You find it, submit. Just really horrible. Uh, <laughs> who wants a peppermint? Okay, so moving on. Let should we talk about cheese stick and Belize? Yeah, we got to talk about cheese stick, and then we'll save the best for last. Yeah, we yeah. Not a whole lot about cheese stick. No, but it's still, I, I, Does I laugh. Jason know why he's cheese stick. I don't know he, who this is. Who are we talking about? The white guy, uh, Tim. Tim from Tech. Is it Tim from Texas? Tim from Texas, who's dating he, very hot Colombian Meliza. Yes, got you. Yeah, he's cheese stick. He did he nickname himself he, that? Or he said that everybody calls him cheese stick. And he told people that, thinking it was a good idea. So that's he was wrong. Stick. He yeah, was he wrong. wrong. <laughs> it was a tactical error on his part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, che- cheese stick and Melisa. I thought there was some good gold. Number one, uh, I pit really pissed me off when he got to the airport and he just dropped all his shit right in the middle of the doorway to go and hug Melisa. Get your shit out of the fucking doorway, cheese stick, dickhead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like that she was more excited about the cat than seeing Tim. And then also, I like that the, one of the first things she said after seeing him, she's like, he gained a lot of weight. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I can tell. It's a lot. <laughs> it's bad. He's a little uh, junky. Damn. Junky yeah. I mean, there's, there's nothing better than showing up. So you're showing up after six months, after cheating on your hot as fuck Colombian girlfriend, just looking like a fat chunk of dump. Good thing. You, know, you can what? go on the treadmill I, a little bit before you go to this airport. 
We don't have to rehash it because I know uh, people who are listening have already followed the show. But like, what happened? Why did he cheat on her? So he went back home and cheated on her. While well, he went back home? that that's up in the air. We we don't really know. But okay, Cheese Stick's explanation was fantastic because <laughs> yeah. he's like. I don't want to tell you things because you'll get mad at me. Like, well, if I tell you I cheated on you, you'll get mad at me. So why would I tell you that? What a fantastic rationale. Oh, so telling. good. Yeah. Okay. I like, he's like, also, it's like, you know, text. He's like, so what do you do? He's like, oh, um, you know, texting turned to flirting and hanging out. And she's like, did you invite her? And then he just went, uh, uh for about 10 <laughs> seconds. Like, all right, so he's a quick thinker, this guy. Fast yeah. Speed. yeah, he really was. Like, have you, how many months did you have to prepare that to- that conversation? <laughs> right, get a focus like, how many group times together. Did you run yeah. over it in your head. You, like, you didn't have that. Uh, barely zero. Away. Barely zero for cheese. Go on, go on Colombian Reddit and be like, "Hey, Colombian redditors, I cheated on my Colombian girlfriend." Here's the scenario: uh, A, B, or C. What should I say? And just put, gotta run, run a few polls. Right, run some scenarios by some people. <laughs> it's, Put a test group together. Get that Reddit virtual form. reality machine jazz, uh, jazzed up. Um, anything else on Cheese Stick and Melisa? Well, I'm just looking forward. To, uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Or uh, Melisa's mother that, next yeah. week. So that's yeah. the only thing I would. I just say. see. It, I just love seeing grown men cry over relationships, which apparently he does after he <laughs> goes and talks to the mom. Oh yeah, I can't wait. I know they showed this one shot, and it's like I know he's getting dumped. It's just you look at him; he's just like such an ugly schlub. Just. Red face. Nothing worse than, a, than an uh, almost albino crying. Nobody needs to see that. <laughs> you also got to can kind of predict like who's doing well and who's not doing well based upon their kind of airtime. You know, there's yeah. a whole lot of cheese stick. They didn't even have them like one, two episodes, I think. Already. Yeah, they weren't in the first two or three at all episodes of the show, which was really bizarre. All right. And now on to the main course of the the show go ahead rico bring us in all right well so jahoon and and devin devon whatever her name is are fantastic but i think the real star of the show again second straight <laughs> week jahoon's mom so <laughs> fucking good so fucking good i love this woman she's hilarious and and if jason you didn't see last week's episode she was giving her son some marvelous advice when he was talking about how he lied to Devin and he goes out <laughs> drinking all the time. He's like, well, you're Korean. That's, that's, <laughs> what, you, that's what you do. You lie and you go drink. It's fine. Why doesn't she understand this? Like, oh boy. Okay. <laughs> that's well, it's, I love it. Page one. I loved it when she came in the girl, the, the girl comes in with the baby. Oh yeah. The boyfriend, the fiance completely ignores her. And the husband stands up and turns to his wife and says, stand up. And the wife goes, don't tell me what to do. I don't have to stand up. Oh, <laughs> you you dumb role. son of a bitch. I'll stay seated if I want. So baller. Uh, She's like, you can tell who wears the pants. She's like, I'm not oh, standing yeah. up. Yeah. You stand up. Oh, yeah. But at and, the same time, the dad, like, he was the only decent person in the he room. He really was. Yeah, he really was. So just another part of Jehoon's mom. Oh, God. Yeah. So um, when Devin said, my life is ruined, she started laughing. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's a good joke. Well, I love it when she says it. Finally, Jehoon just gets pissed, just gets fed up with the fact that she has called him on apparently all of his shit and all the stuff he's been lying to her about. And he's like, I, I just can't deal with this anymore. Just go back to America. Like, yeah. <laughs> throws it right back on you. Yeah. Oh, I could not get enough of, uh, this is going to be for a little bit. I could not get enough of Jahoon and the translator just skit, skitsing out. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I, uh, I want to tell you, I wasn't going to spend the money on myself. And it's like, Fuck you, fish noggin, titty titty gay bang bang. <laughs> he's like, God damn it! And then he starts screaming at her in Korean as if that's that was better. great. That was my favorite part of the episode. She's like, What? That on? was the best part when he just starts yelling at her in Korean and she he knows she doesn't understand a word of that. Uh, uh, so good. It's so good. Translator, uh, yeah. so piece of shit. Yeah, it's all it. piece of shit. And, oh. and then one time he was trying to explain it and it was like, Translator's like, I'm just gonna fuck it up again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I know the okay. translator's like, I'm sick of your lies, Jahoon. I'm just going to tell the truth. Somebody here's got to. But yeah, what a bitch he is, man. And like not not, not talking to the, his wife with the baby. The dad's like, I guess I'll get the baby. It's like, God, yeah, dude, he's weak. When he when, when she walks in and he doesn't even look at her because he's like, I just can't I just can't bear to look at her. Yeah. I'm like, you're, you're a child. You don't you, you know, you shouldn't be dating anybody. No, exactly, uh, man. That's that's well, embarrassing. So just a little just brief backstory on Jahoon for those who haven't watched him already. He told um, whatever her name is. Devon, not only did he have one job, he had two jobs (laughs) and it turned out he didn't really have any jobs. Yeah. It was awesome the way he delivered it. He's like, I do uh, deliveries and dot, dot, dot tile. (laughs) It's like whatever (laughs) popped into his head at the moment. Jason's been busy texting fired. Odie. I'm not texting. I'm not. I'm listening to every word. Yeah, right. You are. Um, All right. I also thought I see. You guys may not watch this, but there's um, there was another episode of uh, or another season of 90 Day Fiance where this dude Paul, who I think I must- of course I've watched. It. Okay, so, Paul is the worst. Paul is the worst. I think legitimately has to be on like the spectrum, like legitimately. He is like very off, very freaks out of her nothing. And there's this hilarious footage of Paul because anytime he gets a face with anything he can't handle, he would run into the woods. <laughs> like, like multiple times his, and again like, like the seinfeld guy <laughs> yeah. yes it's like dana gould on seinfeld who digs holes in the woods and he gets the man <laughs> yeah he'd run into the woods and there's all sorts of hilarious uh gifs of him running because he also runs like he can't move his kneecaps so he just shuffles his legs forward in a bent motion and then kind of like stomps forward so I just had to laugh because even though Jahoon ran away like a little bitch, at least it's better than watching Paul run away. How does Paul have the record for uh, asking his fiance wife to take STD tests? Because how many times has it been? That, like every time he sees it, is like first time he's like, "I'd like you to take an STD test," and she was kind of offended, but she yeah. did. <laughs> Second time he comes back, like the next season, he's like, "I need you to take an STD test," and he's like, "What the fuck?" And I think he did it a third time too, and she's still with him. So third time, well, o- OCD. He's like, you got to take three STD tests. You got to take three. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's banana, good banana. luck. It's good luck. Yeah. Uh, well, that about does it. Final thoughts, gentlemen. Final thoughts. All right. Well, I'm hoping that Kiko survives another week because I, I think we're all in agreement. He seems like a nice guy, but I don't know that he will. And I hope that Jahoon's mom is a prominent feature in every episode going forward. Well, Jason, thoughts? And also, we're going to do power I, rankings at the end. So think about your your. Uh, there's more. Yeah, ninety day fiance power rankings, Rico. They're your idea. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, you know my 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 entire opinion about all of these shows in general is that they're all garbage, and I love them, and I'm mm. I like I I. It's a pastime now. Everybody's got their guilty yep. pleasure, right? That these are this is now mine. So, uh, unfortunately. Uh, for better or for worse, I'll probably keep watching them. Yep, good. Well, we'll have you All back right on for the then. better. <laughs> Just wait. Way, way, way better than Odie. Fuck you, Odie. Way better. <laughs> Just stay on vacation. Go drown in the North Carolina Sea. So uh, you die. <laughs> yeah, oh, I. It's one of those things where, like, you know, you flip the switch when at first you're like, okay, it's on. I'll tolerate it being on the TV to have a relationship with my wife, and then. You start shit, having shit happen where you come down. You're like, why does it say that this recorded episode of The Housewives has been watched already? And you meet it and you're angry about it. And she's like, well, I watched it and think you wanted it. I was like, why would you think that? <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I'm at. So, yeah. Okay. Power rankings, though. Rico, All since right, they're your power rankings, who do right, you have? Where's, where's I'll go sister? first. So, um, I'm going to be on a what have you done for me lately system. I'm just going to write the top three. So Jahoon and Devin are number one because mainly because it's Jahoon's mom. She's fucking amazing. I love her. (laughs) Um, Number two, I'll say it's still Brittany and Yazan. They weren't great this episode, but Brittany is continually um, being offended that people don't believe her lies. will never get old for me. And I guess number three will still be uh, Jenny and Submit, even though they were 
not even on this episode. They're, they still outrank Ariella and Vidium for me. So those are my top three. All right, Jason. Mm-hmm. I, I got I got to go with Jahoon and Jahoon's mom as the the, yes. the, the top the top couple, <laughs> uh, and, and then I will go with the Ethiopian guy and then the girl. Ariella, yeah, yeah. I don't know the two names. And then uh, last, I guess if I'm I mean if I'm picking, it's because uh, I I don't know as much about the the yeah uh, the background the couple. Yeah, I go with the gay couple as the third as the. Oh, oh my god! What? Oh my terrible, god. terrible answer. Odie, where are you? Oh, Odie, don't Odie, stay, get out of the water. Yeah, stay well, alive, Odie. Stay answer. alive. Call I didn't know Baywatch. Wrong Call Baywatch. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Definitely, I agree with Jason. I was, <laughs> you stole my my uh, thunder. I was also gonna go with Jahoon's mom and possibly Jahoon's father as uh, power couple number one. <laughs> but yeah, Devin and Jahoon. Then for me, uh, still Brittany and Yazan. But I also am gonna bump up and go Ariella Biniam. Because I, it's just too fascinating what's going on there. The sandbag medicine got me. I can't give it up. And that's it. That's our show. All so right. thank you, Jason Stapleton, special guest on Bravo and Beer. I hope you enjoyed your time here on the podcast. <laughs> I loved it, man. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> All right, Rico, uh, you're whatever. And uh, let's let's do <laughs> our sign-off. Rico, what's what the sign-off? It's, it's 10 weeks in, and I don't know our sign-off still. So text that to me next week. Bravo, bravo, bubble, toil, and dravo. Uh, but see you later. Who is the guest this week? We'll die. Respect-